Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, September 12th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I am here to take your text. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. We'll take your text throughout the hour. We've got a lot to get into today. Baseball action coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 as the Nationals got the advantage of the Pirates yesterday, 6-2. We've got game two tonight. 6.35 is going to be our first pitch, 6.10 airtime. That's right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also, the Giants got the best of the Guardians in 10 innings yesterday, 5-4. Game two tonight set for 9.45 in San Francisco. The Reds had Monday off. They open up a series in Detroit tonight at 6.40. The big news last night all into today was the Monday night football game. First of all, a lot of hype on this. Aaron Rodgers making his debut as a New York Jet. A lot of excitement for this. And then four snaps in, Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers suffers an Achilles injury the Jets do go on to win the game 22-16. to It was in overtime that they won, but that's kind of secondary to what happened. So there wasn't anything confirmed yesterday. Today we did find out, though, that the MRI confirmed that he has a torn left Achilles tendon, and that's going to end his season. Four plays, and his season is already over. He was trying to evade a sack by defensive end Leonard Floyd. And so what happened was his left foot, it got caught in the turf, and there was a really significant twist to it. Actually, he had previously strained his left calf during OTAs, and the injury's recurrence kind of added to the severity of the situation. Now, Zach Wilson is going to be taken over. He's going to be assuming the role of the Jets' starting quarterback. They also have Tim Boyle on the practice squad. They're going to try to acquire another quarterback to bolster their roster. I don't know know, who's going to be out there, but Zach Wilson takes over. And the euphoria of being a Jets fan all of a sudden kind of goes down as soon as Aaron Rodgers goes down. So that's pretty tough. But here's the other thing that's going to impact this. So... His injury is going to impact the 2024 draft as a second-round pick due to the Green Bay Packers and Rodgers' trade was contingent on him playing 65% of the Jets' snaps this season. So, second-round pick due to the Packers, contingent 65% of the Jets' snaps this season. That's not going to happen. So, not only do the Jets get hosed in this deal, only because their quarterback goes down, the Green Bay Packers get hosed in this deal as well. So, sad situation here. And already, the Jets are prime time, I think five times. They've got five more appearances in prime time. Three of them can't be flexed. I think the other two can be flexed, and we'll see. I don't know how often they can be flexed out, but 
we're stuck with the Jets for at least three or four primetime appearances. I'm sure the game against Cleveland, depending on how well the, the Browns are doing, and yes, the Browns beat the Bengals, but that doesn't mean your season's made. That game could be flexed out all of a sudden. If you were marketing the Jets, if you were promoting the Jets, that's going to be one of your must-watch teams. you got to watch the Jets, Aaron Rodgers. All that excitement, it's out now. That was a fun game, though. I'll give, I'll give the Jets and the Bills credit. It was a fun game, d- despite all of the circumstances around Aaron Rodgers. Does he even have a comeback in him? I'm sure he's going to try, but does he have a comeback in him? I mean, after all, he's battling time. He's not the young man he used to be. And of course, you've heard that. that. That's not a hot take here. It's just a matter of fact. Aaron Rodgers, does he have a comeback in him? Can he come back from this and turn it around? That's going to be the big challenge for not only him, but for the Jets now that had pretty much put it all on him. Here he is. You've got the quarterback now. Finally, we have a quarterback. Why do quarterbacks always seem to go down when it comes to the Jets? What is it about quarterbacks and the Jets? They just don't seem to last well. If you think Chad Pennington would have been drafted by any other team, you think he could have lasted longer than he did when he was with the Jets? I think he could have. What is it with the Jets? That's the big question. So, Monday Night Football, good game, bust for Jets fans, and they get the victory. All right, our text line is open. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. There's a lot going on today. We've got high-profile soccer happening tonight. Thundering Herd taking on Cleveland State. We'll talk a little bit more about that. We've got some Marshall news related to some of the other sports going on. There was not a Marshall presser today, so we don't have our usual Tuesday get-together with Coach Huff to talk about. So we won't have that this week, but we will hear from you. We'll replace it with you. Our text line again is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. What are you going to do this weekend? That's the big question. What are you going to do? Are you going to watch some other games? Are you going to go do something else? Are you going to find something else to do while – You wait for the next herd game? What are you going to do? That's what I'm curious about. What do you do on an off week? We're only two games in and the herds already get an off week. What do we do here? It's not like we're fatigued or we're we're wore out. We're tired. I mean, we're going to watch Virginia Tech, right? Is that kind of the game plan? We're going to all sit together and watch Virginia Tech? Keep an eye on that game? I'm not necessarily going to watch the entire Virginia Tech game live. I will record it so I can go back and watch it, but... It's a rare Saturday off. So what do you do? What are the plans? Help me out. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I know one thing, if you're not on your way now, you should be heading down to Hoops Family Field. Kickoff set for 715. Marshall is taking on Cleveland State. First of all, someone explain to me, how is Cleveland a state? Cleveland is not a state. Explain that to me. That's like saying Akron State, Cleveland State, Cincinnati State, Miami State, Toledo State, Dayton State. Am I missing anything? I mean, if you say Ohio State, I get I get that. The Ohio State University. Or just Ohio State. That's okay, that works. Ohio is a state. So this is Ohio State. But Cleveland State? Not a state. Someone explain that to me. 
please explain why Cleveland is a state. Soccer coming up tonight, 7-15, Hoops Family Field. We'll talk a little bit more about it, but someone please explain to me why Cleveland gets to be a state. More coming up, including your text on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is open. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Marshall's in action tonight, taking on Cleveland State on the pitch. Number two, Marshall University men's soccer team, 5-0 undefeated, set off the face-off against the Cleveland State Vikings. They are 1-3-1. And that's set tonight, 7-15 at Hoops Family Field. Text line already checking in on this one. Texter says, to all out there, watching the Herd men's soccer team in person is a very enjoyable experience. So, opportunity to get down there, 7-15 tonight. Plenty of time if you want to go see the Herd take on the Vikings. So, Cleveland State. Cleveland's not a state. Texter writes in and says, state, of course, means that it is subsidized by the state of Ohio. So, I did research here. Cleveland State. Former names for Cleveland State. It was known as Cleveland YMCA School of Technology from 1921 to 1929. Finn College from 1929 to 1964. Cleveland Law School, 1897 to 1946. You also had Marshall School of Law. Got a herd connection there. In name only. 1916 to 1946. And Cleveland Marshall School of Law, 1946 to 1967. Its parent institution is the University System of Ohio. It is a public research university. And in 1964, the state of Ohio purchased the entirety of Finn College's campus in downtown Cleveland and established a commuter college that targeted area residents. This new institution, it became known as Cleveland State University. There you go. Things you find out when you ask the question, why is Cleveland State Cleveland State? All I know is they're playing the herd tonight. And Marshall on its best start ever, five-game winning streak, defeated High Point 2-1 to and the team's last 11 matches. The herd has just conceded five goals, 8-2-1 and record in those last 11. Matthew Bell leads Marshall with 12 points. Four goals, four assists, all of which were earned in the last two games. So he's getting work done. Cleveland State coming into this one, as I mentioned, one three and one. They had a three nil loss to Oakland on Saturday. So I look for the herd to get this one done. If Marshall isn't overlooking Cleveland State, I look for the herd to get this one done. Seven fifteen coming up tonight at the pitch, Hoops Family Field. And as the texture said earlier. Uh, It's fun. Go see the herd in person. It's fun to go watch Marshall soccer, both men and women. I know the women finally took a loss. They lost to Liberty. Liberty's good, though. Liberty's really good. There's no shame in that one. That That was a good team they faced. So still good start for the women, great start for the men, and the Thundering Herd hoping to stay alive. Sunbelt right now, one of the best soccer conferences out there. Only in its reconstituted state second year in as a reconstituted soccer league or at least sponsoring soccer you've got a lot of heavyweights in the sport all in the Sun Belt including Marshall West Virginia James Madison not exactly in the state but close enough 
it's like a little nexus of soccer here. So it's been fun. I will admit it's been fun, especially watching Marshall be successful in soccer. And this could be another championship run. The league's going to be tough, though. I don't know if we can just crown them kings, but it's going to be tough. I, I don't think Chris Grassy minds how tough it is. The one thing I do know about him, he likes winning that regular season crown. He wants to win the national championship, but he's concerned about winning that regular season championship first, then that tournament championship, then the championship He wants all three. His trophy case is incomplete if he doesn't have all three. He'll settle for the NCAA championship if he has to. He'll settle. He'll settle. But I think a successful season for Chris Grassy is obviously NCAA championship. That's the bar. But to be consistent, he wants a regular season championship minimum, tournament championship, and then a deep run, a championship run. But he definitely wants that regular season championship. We've talked to him in the past about this. So that's coming up tonight, 715 again, over at Hoops Family Field. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You want to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll get your text in, of course, until 6 o'clock. Baseball action coming up tonight, 610. The Pirates are in action We've got the game for you here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. While while we were looking at all the football stuff that was coming out today, Marshall released its softball fall schedule. So there's going to be several matches, several games. They're going to play pretty much, except at, um, at Ohio on the 14th. They're going to play against Potomac State on September 17th. They're going to play September 24th against Davis and Elkins. They've got the University of Charleston on September 29th. October 6th, they're going to take on the University of Pikeville. October 7th, they're going to take on West Virginia State. And then October 14th, 11.30 a.m. at Ohio, and then 1.30 p.m. versus Ohio Dominican. So both of those will be in Athens. But five home contest, and it's fall ball. It's going to be free, free admission here. And all games at Dot Hicks Field will be 10 innings in length. So you got an opportunity to go take the family, go see a little fall ball, check out what the new look herd is going to look like. And really, is it a new look or is it just going to be a different variation? Because Morgan Zirkle's a product of Marshall softball, absolute product of Marshall softball. So if anything, we'll just see a continuation of the high standards there, I'm thinking anyway. Plus, uh, you get a chance to go over there, maybe get an eyeball of the baseball park a little bit more. That's kind of a... That's kind of a thing to do. If you go to fall ball, you can kind of get an eyeball of the of the baseball construction, baseball park construction. See a little bit what they're doing. Kind of peek over. Yep, still real, still there, coming along. So there's a double reason why. Go see softball. Go check out the baseball park. September 17th, 12 p.m., Potomac State, your first opportunity. Got some good news for golf, by the way. We'll get into that. Some good stuff coming out of golf today. And we'll get your text in. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. We've got that to get into. And your text when we continue on this edition of The Drive. ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
Our text line is ours, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. we got a week without football. we got to wait another entire week after Saturday for Marshall football. So we'll keep you updated on everything until then. Some good news coming out of Marshall today. Both the men's and women's golf programs doing some work today. So the Marshall men's golf team finished second at the Joe Fagan's Marshall Invitational. Tyler Jones, you've heard that name before because he does a lot of great things. He had a 5-under-66 in the final round, which pretty much put the team in their runner-up position. And Marshall, on the women's side, yesterday were in fourth place. They started yesterday in fourth place, and they finished second at the Jennifer Duke Invitational in Cincinnati, Ohio. They were 10 over, pretty good, as a as a group. The group was 10 over. So the golf team, both on the men's and women's side, starting to show something, and that's pretty good. Uh, you would like to have won both, but they come in second after you trailed, and that's pretty good for the women. And the men, of course, if you win you definitely feel good about yourself. It's your event. It's the Joe Fagan's Marshall Invitational. That's a pretty big that's a big deal. I mean, that's that's you look at that event and that's a pretty big deal. But I don't think golf gets enough attention because it's you know it's not a spectator sport at the college level the way that some of the other sports are. You can't just go. It's not like professional golf in that regard. I mean, there's ways to go, but it's it's not as much of a spectator sport for the college level at least. In my mind. So this is pretty good. So they don't get enough attention. So congratulations about the men and women's golf team as we are getting set for a weekend without Marshall football. So what are we going to do? Absolutely. What are we going to do? 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. I mean, I guess we could watch the Virginia Tech game. That's something we could do. Or do you look at this as an opportunity? I'm kind of curious. You live and die for Marshall football. If you listen to this show, I think you fall into that category. Most of you do. You live and die for Marshall Thundering Herd. So now, you don't have the week for football. You don't have Marshall football. What what do you do? Do you have a practice tailgate? What do you do? You know, you take... You take Saturday off and you hit it heavy on Sunday. What do you do? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's the number to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Well, of course, you could, honestly, you could find something else to go to. Unfortunately, men's soccer is going to be on the road. So I'm trying to plan your day for you. On the 16th. What could you do? Unfortunately, volleyball on the road at Utah Tech. Men's soccer on the road at JMU. Now, on the 17th, there is fall ball, Marshall versus Potomac State, and that's going to be noon. So that, that'll that cover you on the Sunday side of things. But for, for Saturday, are you going to turn your attention to other football, or are you going to turn your attention to maybe doing stuff around the house? And is that the trap here? It's like, okay... Can't do things around the house because, well, Marshall football, except this weekend, except this weekend, that's where you're in trouble. What do you do? Is that your life? I'll probably do grass. I'll cut grass. I've got yard work to do. I've put it off. I've put it off for a while now. So that's probably what I'm going to have to do. And it won't be just, since we're getting into the fall season now, it won't just be, okay, let me cut it, get it done. Yeah, I'll do something later. I'm probably going to have to do the the really deep yard clean, get it all cut, 
do some really serious edging. Make sure that you know, any debris and you know fallen branches, you know twigs, things like that. You know do do the serious serious once over, and then have to do it all over again because with fall comes fall leaves turning, and then fall leaves falling, and then I got to rake all that stuff up. So that's probably my week. What's your bye week? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That, the text line, to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'll try to get some – I'll actually try to get some games in, though. That's my goal. Get some games in. Try to get something. Watch a little Virginia Tech. You know, just try to figure it out a little bit. See if I can come up with something. So we'll start lining your text up. I'm going to try to get the text box working. So I'm going to take an early break, come back. Text box is not exactly working. So I'm going to make that work when we continue because I saw some texts coming in. I want to get to those. So we'll do that when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. All right, the technical issues have been fixed. I went and kicked our internet server. It's back. I got text again. Text line is open. It's 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Sometimes you just got to go smack these things around here. Texter writes in says, For the upcoming bye week, I am going to visit some friends in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm sure we'll watch some college games. I mean, that's something you could do. You could go visit some friends that maybe you haven't seen in a while. Hey, look, go experience college football from a different couch or a different location. That's that's something you could do. That's absolutely very good. And, of course, UK taking on Akron. It's UK versus Akron. That's coming up. And we've got that for you on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So would you go and see a different college game? I mean, that's an option. If you probably have planned ahead, you could have possibly by now figured out, I'm going to go see another game. I'm going to go see something different. What game could you go see on a Saturday if you were planning ahead? Now, again, you need to plan ahead. But you could on Saturday just – Looking at the schedule, you could, if you want to make a trip, I'm going to give you suggestions. Tell me if they're good or not. That means I'm throwing some bad suggestions out here. You know what that means. I'm throwing bad suggestions out here. You could see, if you really wanted to, you could go and see Louisville and Indiana. All right, probably not my first best opening shot there. All right. You could possibly see... Iowa State at Ohio. You could go take the trip to Peden. You could see Iowa State at Ohio. And I hear tickets are as low as $25. Maybe that's not working for you. Okay. All right. Let's see what else I can come up with here for you then. You could go see, possibly, uh, you can go see Virginia Tech at Rutgers. Well, we'll watch that one, but I'm not making the trip to Rutgers. How about if you've got a friend that's got a ticket, Western Kentucky at Ohio State? Get a ticket for that one. That'd be tough. All right, let's see what else can come up with for you. And again, you gotta, you know, if you're if you're glutton for punishment, you could go see Miami, Ohio, at Cincinnati. And I'm kind of th- trying to find games that are close you can get to. Not feeling that one. Okay. All right, let me try again. Let's see what else I can come up with. Akron, Kentucky. I mentioned that one. 
There's always the backyard brawl. I dare mention it on this program, but there's Pitt at West Virginia, backyard brawl. They're going to be striping the stadium there as well. So that's an option. I know some of you probably are already taking that one. So there are some options for you. And, again, I'm trying to find things that are close by, the geography here. I'm trying to find something that's appealing to you. Or you could go take in some of the several festivals across the tri-state. Who knows? There are options for you. But 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's the text line to be a part of today's program. Texter writes in and says, I'm going to actually go see the Hilltoppers take on the Ohio State Buckeyes. So you must have got a friend that had that ticket. Did not want to see the Hilltoppers take on the Ohio State Buckeyes. I haven't been in a while, but it's always a fun experience. I'll, I'll say this. When you go to Columbus, it's a pretty fun experience. It's fun to go watch a game in the shoe. Absolutely. And if you go, if you go, it's always exhilarating to be in that crowd. If Western Kentucky gives them a game, which I don't think they will, but if they can give them a game, that, that might be even more exciting. But that's a fun one. And, of course, we're in that part of the of the schedules where, all right, really not much. If I'm going to go pick a game that's close by, I'm not really excited about many of these matchups. The non-conference matchups, not really many of them are good. I mean, Iowa State at Ohio. Now, if you're a Bobcats fan, yeah, you, you might go see that one. Iowa State one and one, they beat Northern Iowa. They lost to Iowa. They lost that one 20 to 13. And then you got the Bobcats. The Bobcats are two and one. They lost to San Diego State. They beat Long Island and they beat FAU. And right there, that gives them bonus points in my book for beating FAU. Anytime you can do that, you can beat FAU. I'm good. Absolutely. The Americans, FAU. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's not much out there. I'm not feeling it this weekend. So I'm going to have to find something else. So if there's something else going on, let me know. And you can hit me on Twitter as well, at Paul Swan. The text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255 for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You know, probably what I'm going to be doing is watching the backyard brawl. That's probably what I'm going to be doing. Pitt. West Virginia, that's that's probably my go-to. I'm probably have to get stuff done in the day, and then I'm going to watch the bra- the backyard brawl. Who are we rooting for in this one? I know I'm I'm. That's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. It's Pitt. It's West Virginia. Who are we pulling for here? On the one hand, I didn't think West Virginia looked too terrible in that loss to Penn State, and they beat Duquesne. Surprise, they beat Duquesne. On on the other hand, we've got Pitt, and if you are if you're West Virginian by birth, you're not a Pitt fan. And Cincinnati beat them 27-21. Cincinnati's good, but I don't know if... I think this game... I might actually have to go and pick the Mountaineers to win this game. I might take the Mountaineers. I mean, Pitt's big win was against Wofford, 45-7. to And they might be overlooking the Mountaineers a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if you can overlook the backyard brawl because they've got North Carolina coming up. Their schedule gets loaded after, after this. And I don't... I know West Virginia is not overlooking Pitt. And that's another thing. The fact that they had to get this back on the schedule, and it's not on the schedule yearly. Far from me to tell anyone how to handle their business in Morgantown, but that schedule should have Pitt on it every single year. I know conference realignment has kind of hosed that opportunity, but that schedule should have Pitt on it every single year. It's the backyard brawl. It's been 
a staple of college sports for so long, but we've lost the, I'm going to be honest with you, we've lost the traditional games. We've lost them. And maybe down the line, we'll have new traditional games. But you remember once upon a time, Nebraska versus Oklahoma used to be a big deal. And that's not a big deal anymore because, again, we've, we've shifted so much from conference realignment. We've shifted away from our natural partners. We've shifted away so much. I can remember, I mean, it was Oklahoma, Nebraska. That was a big deal. That's a huge game. Pitt, West Virginia. That should be every single year. That's a huge game because you know somebody. Trust me, you know somebody. You know somebody who went to Pitt. You might not know it yet, but you know somebody who went to Pitt. Absolutely. They're there. They're just not saying it right now. They probably know you're a Mountaineer fan, so they're, you know, they're probably waiting because this thing hasn't been played in so long. So, absolutely, that's, that's the thing. These schedules are ruining traditional college football matchups that we've come to love and natural, natural matchups. That's the one thing I like about the Sun Belt. There could be some natural matchups here. Absolutely. And, of course, it doesn't hurt that there are already some schools built in that you're kind of getting a, a sense of, all right, we're, we're going to be going after the – yeah, it's going to be these schools. Marshall, JMU, I think that's going to be a thing. Marshall, App State, that's going to be a thing. Me personally, Marshall, Georgia, Southern's always been a thing ever since the Southern Conference. Absolutely a thing. As far as the rest of the matchups are concerned, we shall see. I don't know if Marshall ODU is a, like a football thing for me just yet. I want Marshall Coastal Carolina to be a thing. But for me, App State's the thing. JMU's the, the thing. Georgia Southern, I'm going back to the Southern Conference days. Those are, those are the ones I like to circle on this schedule. If you look at the rest of the schedule as far as what excites you, I just I don't know yet. But I circle a few games. Coaches can't do that. Coaches can't circle games. I've circled a few games. On this schedule, I have circled James Madison, App State, and Georgia Southern. South Alabama's good, though, so that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. Arkansas State, I don't know what to expect from them. Coastal, I'm warming up to it. Old Dominion, that's more of a basketball thing for me. I think Old Dominion's more basketball for me. Georgia State, that'll be a good game. James Madison, I'm definitely on board with it. Coastal, I like playing the game, but I'm just I'm ranking this as far as okay, which are the big Marshall centric rivalries? And of course, a lot of Marshall fans think, well, everybody's our rival. Okay, I'll go down that road with you. We're out of time. We got through it. Thanks for tuning in. Be back with you tomorrow. We're getting closer to the end of the bye week. We can get back into football with the Thundering Herd next week. That's going to do it. Back tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.